I'm Meredith, the mom. And I'm Elise, the stepmom. And this is our podcast, Mom Mom v. Mom. Mom. And the V is for validates. A bi-weekly podcast where moms and stepmoms can actually relate by not only hearing themselves, but the other's perspective to objectively navigate the relationship, shits, and... And blended family chaos, a.k.a. life. Welcome to another episode of Mom v. Mom. Where the V is for validate. So today we are talking about this unavoidable concept of what we call baby mama drama or what we now know as high conflict bio mom. But, you know, I can honestly say that I personally can't relate to this person or concept. I know of situations and people that have baby mom and their drama, but I can't say that I'm one, at least to me, the people that know me know my situation, but I'm confident that there's somebody out there that may think otherwise either now or at another point in life based on their interpretation of something that happened or something that they were told that was to make me look negative or toxic because I'm no longer liked or they're mad about something. But we will circle back on that but more than interested in getting the opinion of a stepmom before I go down the rabbit hole of what I think baby mom drama is or not is, what would be your description or definition of what society knows as baby mama drama? Well, from my perspective, both prior to becoming a stepmom and currently as a stepmom, my description of baby mama drama would be unnecessary, harmful, disruptive behaviors and or actions of a child's mother. And not just unnecessary and harmful and disruptive actions and behaviors, but unnecessary, harmful and disruptive behaviors that are perceived at least to be happening for no other reason than to negatively impact the relationship between the father and the child Mm -hmm. or the father and their partner as relates to the child or to exert power in a parenting relationship. Okay. So not everything that a mother does that I disagree with, I would call baby mama drama. Mm -hmm. It would be the things that are happening for spite, Mm -hmm. (laughs) things that are happening to slight or disregard a parent, decisions that are made that are more in the mom's interest than in the child's interest, Mm -hmm. things that are decisions that are made without reasonable consideration for the father's feelings or effort or life or Mm -hmm. opinion, and, and or decisions that negatively impact everyone but mom. So to me, those types of things are like the nucleus of what I think can explode into baby mama drama. That's interesting because for me, I genuinely feel that the, or in the grand scheme of things in most cases, there are, in my experience and I guess, dare say my opinion, Mm -hmm. it's an emotional response. I feel like the concept or perception um, of the concept or perception of a mother being dramatic or causing drama is an emotional response of a man and or his counterpart Mm -hmm. that is based on negative history. So... When you have a couple that produced a child, we have a couple that produced a child. I feel like baby mama drama manifests itself when they were not in a grounded relationship. They were either young and dare I say dumb or the pregnancy was unplanned or all of the above. And so you do have some women (laughs) 
crazy women who will show up to the house hollering, mm-hmm. causing scenes, slashing tires, keying cars. But the hope is as individuals get older and mature and mature, drama can be kept at bay. However, my experience, it just seems like, and I'm I'm being laser focused in this statement, is that I know a number of people, including myself, that deal with these, I'm just saying. 80s babies Mm. that were born in the mid to late 80s it's like they're rooted in their own drama and it's not all of them but it seems like there's a lot of males who are either being coddled by the culture or expect someone to cater to them and not them catering to their child's needs. It's very much what they want with their child. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen that way, the mother is the problem. That but feels like a huge generalization. It might be. But say more. So, and what I'm saying is, what, okay, so if you're no longer in a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. whether you have kids or not, that can be rather dramatic. Sure. And you're not out here calling um, your ex-drama girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so you still have to navigate the relationship with this person. But now you have hormones all over the place, especially if it's a new baby. You have hormones, you have postpartum life, depression, sleep deprivation, identity loss. Drama is going to bubble up with anyone in those instances. And so to bring this all together, for instance, I'm going to make a comparison to what I'm trying to say. Because when I was watching the final season of Insecure, it was like, yes, what I just said has everything to do with me feeling like the concept of baby mama drama is already implanted in the man's head once things are not going the way he initially have wanted it to go. So Lawrence was committed to Condola being the baby mama drama. It was episode three. It seemed like all of his responses to everything on how she was handling things with a baby were microaggressions. But he was the one that told her to keep him posted about the pregnancy as if it seemed like when that happened, it seemed like it was an option for her not to have this baby. So it was an option. He told her to keep him posted, Mm -hmm. I guess, about whether or not she was going to have the baby. That wasn't my understanding of it. I thought that he was referring to the pregnancy, like keep me posted. I'm not local. So keep me posted as to what's happening with the child. Well, in my interpretation of it was Mm -hmm. because she said that essentially he didn't check on her the whole time she was pregnant, which is why he found out about a baby through a text. Right. So I don't want to. This is so. So I did watch the episode and I want I want to let you finish what Mm -hmm. you're saying before I sort of reply, respond Mm -hmm. or give Mm -hmm. my interpretation of what was happening. And this. This episode was interesting to me because, yes, I'm a stepmother in this situation. I mean, the stepmother wasn't present in this relationship. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's really more about baby mama drama, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I can objectively speak about baby mama drama as a viewer of the episode. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like I can relate in a lot of ways to Condola because I am a new mom. Mm -hmm. So I understand a lot of her feelings, but I don't quite know if I feel like there were a lot of things happening in the episode. Oh, it was um, tons happening in the episode. <laughs> and I think that, yes, everything you're saying about how the situation was primed and ready to be a baby mama Dramatic. drama <laughs> situation. I think that there are a lot of things that we as a society know to be true about women's hormones and the things that they go through in pregnancy mm-hmm. and, and childbirth that, that make it easy for us to explain why mom is going through a lot and, and can be emotional mm-hmm. and 
protective and all those things Mm -hmm. that we saw Condola be. But I feel like there are a lot of things, even if dad was absent throughout this pregnancy, Mm -hmm. there are there are a lot of things that he's going through. That we ignore. Right. No, Um, I got you on that. I got you on that. But there was essentially they're trying to navigate this shit. mm -hmm, They're trying mm -hmm. to navigate. Apparently, they're not in the same relationship. Right. They're not in a relationship. relationship. The grounding of this relationship that they're forced to be in, and now that they're parents, Mm -hmm. is broken. Mm -hmm. So when he says, it seems like what he was experiencing is that she's making decisions without me. Mm -hmm. She's getting upset because I did X and she she's trying to make me look like I'm either not a good father or negligent or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But it's not that. So there were instances where I think the one thing that happened was like he gave the baby food too soon. Mm-hmm. Which when I saw, I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. God so, it. but that, but for me, how... That read to me was him not him feeling like he doesn't need to ask mom because that's my child, too. So let me stop right there. Okay. so what I now what I got from that was not that's my baby, too. So I'm going to do whatever. What I got from that was a lack of understanding about what the process here needs to be. And I think so when I watched it, like I said, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that ain't it. But how? And that's what his friend did. His friend was just like, his friend was like, but you don't have to approach it that way. And his friend did say, communication is the thing that you're going to need to do. Because he was just like, well, why is she acting like this? And da, da, da. And it was just like, okay, cool. But if you don't communicate with the person because you, and then when he tried to take the baby down the road or wherever he Mm -hmm. was going, he was just like, it was still a breakdown in communicating. And she was like, actually, no. <laughs> so when you have that continuum of back and forth, well, him feeling like, well, she didn't communicate with me. So why do I need to ask this? Or why do I have to do this? And it's an understanding. It's definitely a male, female kind of brain understanding. But if he's feeling like, if he's feeling like she's, being nitpicky or feeling like everything is a problem and that becomes his lens. That becomes his starting point for the next relationship that he's in. And that's the story that he's going to share with the next person about his experience with his child's mother. When in essence... Condola's point of view is, I'm a single mom raising this little person. I'm adjusting my life to do it alone because you do live where you live. You're not local, whatever the case is. But he keeps requesting for things to shift to be convenient for him. And she's very much like, no, this is how this is going to be because you said. Keep me posted. Right. So my opinion on that, and again, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on this particular episode Mm because it's just the one situation. But my overall opinion about this whole scenario with with Lauren and Condola is that, yes, it very much lays the groundwork for she's doing too much, she's dramatic. Mm -hmm. If there was a woman in his life, I could see him going home to that woman and being like, Mm -hmm. now she won't let me take the kid. Mm -hmm. And do you realize, do do you, you know, you you wouldn't believe how she's, you know, smacked my hand when I gave the baby <laughs> food and she's doing the most and she acted like it ain't my son. And yeah. yes, I, I could absolutely see that. And then I could see mom, you know, or wife or whatever, girlfriend in that scenario being like, oh, she's, she, right. she bugging, she do too much. But I feel like, yes, it's a lens, you know, I'm seeing, you know, stepmom or girlfriend or whatever is hearing and seeing things through the lens of dad. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't have any you know, historical knowledge, one of their relationship. And then two, she doesn't have all of the text just because she can't, she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like in this situation, Mm -hmm. specifically with Condola and Lawrence, that there were 
just as many lapses in communication from her as it was from him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not going to go off on a tangent about men, women who have babies with men who didn't want to have babies. Mm-hmm. Because that is the groundwork for so much <laughs> drama. Like, you, is your your relationship going to have, period. So don't yeah. be surprised. Don't be mad. It's coming. Because right. at the end of the day, and like what Lauren said, you blew up my life. Yeah. I don't feel like, I know that was like, oh, but what? Right. But I don't feel like he's wrong in the sense. Because, well, like, what yes, was she supposed to do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what I, when I say I don't think he's wrong is that the re- imagine I'm, now, now I'm not negating his responsibility. You lay down with a per- anybody having sex with a person <laughs> is opening themselves <laughs> up to having a baby with that person. Set that reality aside. If I went, if I'm a dude and I, and I went and had sex with some girl or even, they were in a relationship, so I'm not even going to diminish it. They, they were, were they in a relationship, up. but they broke up. Yeah. He moved on. She's pregnant. I don't know, pregnant now. She po- comes up pregnant. He's, he's already moved on. He's gotten back with Issa, who is the girl of his dreams, right? He finally worked his way back into that situation. He was on the couch for six seasons. Now he's <laughs> now he the man at his job and everything is falling into place. Mm-hmm. He may not have wanted a baby at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't want one now, but he certainly didn't want one with a woman who he's not in a relationship anymore with. Mm-hmm. So now when, when he says, you blew up my life, quite literally, you did because you didn't say, Mm-mm. you didn't say, we didn't agree to have a child. So I'm putting it on you as him in this situation is putting it on her because he didn't agree to have a child. He didn't do whatever he needed to do to not have one. So that part. Yeah, no. And, and I'm not, I'm not diminishing that reality. Mm-hmm. The reality of the situation is if you're not preventing getting pregnant, you're enabling pregnancy. Right. Period. <laughs> but you're oh, laying you, the groundwork. You are. If you're not... <laughs> Not trying to get pregnant, you're trying. Mm-hmm. Period. So if some, but but what I mean is, I think the perception wouldn't have been, or at least I would hope, mm-hmm. for any responsible male person, if we sat down and had a conversation. If I came to my, you know, now husband when we weren't married and was like, "Yo, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do?" And you say, "I don't want a kid," and I say, "Well, I'm having it." I've made a decision for your life. So I'm going to... You don't have to participate. No, but if I expect you to, like like if she, if she expects, if the woman in the scenario expects the man to participate in the rearing of this child mm-hmm. and he didn't want to, he's going to... It's, I don't think, I don't, I'm not saying it's fair or right, but it's not unreasonable mm-hmm. to expect for him to feel negatively towards you and to feel like, you did this to me because you decided you wanted to have a baby and I didn't want one and I was clear. So you made a decision for the both of us that has blown up my life. Right or wrong, mm-hmm. it's to me, it's the same as you deciding you're going to take, you're going to move. And I have no, like you're my parents and you're deciding you're going to move. I have no choice. I have no choice. I'm like, I have to leave because this is our, this is, this is the life I'm living. Like I can't just Mm -hmm. up and go somewhere else. You made a decision for me because you're in control. Your actions impact me. And so you made the decision for me. Well, I think that if they didn't communicate throughout the pregnancy, Mm -hmm. he's like, keep me posted. She's like, fuck that. I'll just have this baby. He came, he met his child and he created his own expectations. And of how this was going to look. It was like, okay, I didn't have an attachment to the baby. I may not have wanted the baby. Now the baby's here. So now I'm going to come in and do whatever it is that I need to do to be dad. But I feel like he created his own unrealistic expectations of how it was going to work. I think he did because you're so instead of no one, she didn't ask him to try to be super dad. No one said, no one said, oh, you need to fly down here every week and you got to do this and you got to do that. And so I feel like his own actions of what he felt like he needed to do contributed to the pressure that he was feeling. And so coupled with her being in postpartum was very much like, well, this is all her. This is her fault. 
And it's no, no one, you didn't try to have a conversation about what this looks like. Presume, right. Presumably. Pre- right. Let's, let's assume we don't know the backstory. <laughs> right. We didn't see any of it, so it didn't happen. But, you know, watching the episode, I'm looking at him. He comes to the, you know, he, he comes to the hospital. His, what is it? The mom and the sister. I got stuff They're, to they're say. already yeah. treating him. The baby just got here. Now, the granted. Baby popped out seven hours ago and Kiki was like. Oh. We don't like you. What are you doing here? So he he's walking into this environment, mm-hmm. which very much sets again. It's it's setting the situation up for a negative experience experience for mm-hmm. all parties involved. Because I I can't even walk. He walks into the hospital room already feeling like he doesn't belong there. <laughs> Why do you think he does it? That you know, it's whether or not he was present during the but pregnancy. The implication was like. They were surprised to see him. So, like, did you not respond and say, I'm coming? Or you just got on a plane? I didn't get surprised. I got, why are you here? Why are you here? But I don't feel like that was, oh, I'm surprised you showed up. It was, why are you here? We don't need you. Right. And I feel like even if the dad, and again, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that it's fair. But even if dad was not supportive of you throughout his pregnancy, throughout your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. If dad shows up at the hospital, if he's sh- trying to show up for you, I don't think that it's right to. And, and again, we're dealing with humans. We're dealing with mm-hmm. hormones. In an ideal world, you would excuse whatever fuckboy shit you was doing while I was pregnant mm-hmm. and allow you to father parent my kid, which Mm -hmm. really, in my opinion, is the only way to avoid all drama is if you make it about the kid. But if you if you can set aside the fact that all you wanted to do was be kept posted during my pregnancy (laughs) and and accept the fact that I'm here now trying to parent, Mm -hmm. we could potentially move forward and everything could potentially be good. But walking into the hospital, you've already Everybody around you already hates you. The baby is five seconds old. Okay. Everybody in there already <laughs> thinks dad is a deadbeat. He ain't been dead but for five <laughs> minutes. But he's already an asshole. He's already all these things. And now all of that is going into this parenting relationship. I felt like, I don't know what conversations they had about the name. It seems to me like they had some, but not a lot. And she went she went with whatever, her grandfather or somebody's name. And I felt like even his surprise was... The way he handled it, I felt like wasn't even like he's like, oh, the <laughs> fuck. But not, <laughs> but but he let it go. That could have been an issue. Right. That could have been an issue. I mean, I know of a situation where naming the baby was a very big <laughs> issue. I, it wasn't mine. It wasn't my situation. But it's one of those things. And again, it's, it's an exertion of power of some sort. Mm. But. To bring it back. So you have, with their situation, we saw like a snapshot. The baby might have mm-hmm. gotten to like six, four eight, months, five four, months, somewhere. Yeah, something like that. Somewhere along those lines. But I say all of that to say, without seeing anything else, mm-hmm. it's safe to say if he was to be in relationship with anybody else from that point on, because he's young, the, the likelihood, if they don't get back together, the likelihood of him being with someone else is high. Yeah. And if that's the lens or even telling the story from his perspective to another woman, it's like, well, damn, why she was acting like that? Mm-hmm. It creates the foundation for looking at everything else that mom does is potentially going to be problematic. So I've wondered, as a woman that's dating a man with children, how much do you think that a woman can truly know about the history of the previous relationship and how it impacts the perspective of the situation with mom and her potential drama? I think, I mean, as to how much a woman can really know, you know, it really all depends on, you know, how open the relationship with the father, you know, is. Whether or not it's going to be a true, you know, at the end of the day, 
anybody that's telling you any story is telling it from their perspective. So you Mm got to know going in, just having been in a relationship yourself, which I presume every woman had had relationships before, you know, (laughs) the the one they're in currently, assuming this isn't your first ever relationship. Right. You know that someone's, wouldn't it be? Someone's, (laughs) your takeaway, the other person's takeaway, they're going to, they're going to, they're not going to be the same story. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really important for a stepmother in this situation to try and understand, even if they don't understand the full history itself, Mm -hmm. to understand that history does matter. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times, whatever is perceived as drama from the mom is a carryover from the rela- the drama of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if maybe these two had a contentious relationship the whole time, that's why mm-hmm. they're not together. Right. And it ain't going to stop now because they have a child. Mm-hmm. So it could be a matter of a stepmom or a girlfriend understanding that this is the bubble that their relationship exists inside of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not me trying to, it's not her trying to cause drama. It's her acting in accordance with how they act towards each other. Period. The history of the yeah. relationship. So I don't know if, if, you know, to answer your question, I don't know if she could, she can know everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's possible, but I think it is possible to give, I mean, I don't know, grace, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's possible to acknowledge that there is history mm-hmm. that ha- is impacting, you know, what what you see. Well, yes, obviously. So I guess I say that to say, because I often wonder, and I've had conversations with other girlfriends, like, because when there is a perception that a mom is difficult, dramatic, destructive, as you put it, it is one of those things like, under what context? Is that just who you have identified me as? Or when that is the established thing, so if if the man is like, you know what? She's just so fucking difficult all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And that is the feedback that girlfriend, stepmom, fiance, whoever the potential stepmom for this conversation would be is getting, are you not going to pick that up and be like, and operate from that lens? Like she's, the mom is essentially stressing my man out. So I have a a problem with her because that has been my experience. That has been friends experiences where it's just like, there's an automatic tension Mm -hmm. because of what this man is saying he's experiencing without an understanding of what happened before you. So there are obviously situations where that is true, but I don't think that all drama is based on, I don't think the understanding of all quote unquote baby mama drama is based on an, an his, you know historical knowledge of the relationship. Like mm-hmm. we would avoid you would avoid labeling this as drama if you only knew what we went through in the past or if mm-hmm. you only knew the backdrop for my, the attitude that I have or, you know, the position that I'm holding. Mm-hmm. I think that because that's a hard thing to to arrive at. Like, mm-hmm. even if, you know, my husband was to sit down and give me the full history of his relationship, it's not going to explain everything his, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. daughter's mother will ever do. But I think that, Drama can also present itself as so I can I can there's there's things that history will will clarify, Mm -hmm. but then there are things that just are on their face dramatic. (laughs) And, you know, so there's there's the things there. There are deeper things like Mm -hmm. the history, like in the example of Insecure, what you were doing what you said to me when I when I told you I was pregnant, what you did the whole nine months, mm-hmm. how I'm feeling, et cetera, et cetera. Like three years later, baby's a toddler and new woman is in the picture and you're telling me this is where me and his mother are today because she's so dramatic, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like history will explain some of that away. Mm-hmm. 
but not not all of it, because not all of it is going to be based on the history of that relationship. Some of it is going to be I'm pissed and mm-hmm. this is how I'm acting. And I think mm-hmm. that the stepmother or girlfriend in those really in those instances are just have to they have to do other things. First of all, there has to be a willingness to understand mm-hmm. mom at all. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that if we're talking about a stepmother avoiding or not contributing to what is potentially a dramatic, you know, situation, you're talking about not only trying to understand or appreciate the dynamic of mom and dad's relationship before, but also when not to to try not to take things personally, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to, like, you have no way of knowing if something has anything to do with history or you or the kid or whatever, like mm-hmm. ma- not making assumptions, accepting the fact that she deserves at least some respect. Like that's that child's mother. Like, mm-hmm. and then also trying to put yourself in that person's shoes. Like, right. You know, which I find myself doing a lot of with my stepdaughter's mom, because it's like, it, it's whatever the situation is, is, negatively impacting me but would I act differently would I behave differently yeah you know and I think what happens a lot I mean I can't speak for every stepmother but I definitely know that it's not just about my partner and how he feels about the mom so I'm adopting his feelings it's also mm-hmm. about how she makes me feel and how that she has supposed nothing to make you feel It's not about how she should or is supposed to make me feel. It's Mm -hmm. about how I feel about how she's acting. So that has nothing to do with your history, Mm -hmm. mom's history with dad. It's about how I feel about what's happening right now, regardless. So Mm -hmm. if I feel disrespected by mom's actions, Mm -hmm. that is baby mama drama to some. Okay. In what instance... In what instance would you feel disrespected by the actions of a mother? I mean, anything, only thing that comes to my mind right now is, you know, any instance where mom is trying to make me feel like I don't matter. Got it. No, that's fair. Which can happen. Sure. Feel like. I think depending on, I think there are lots of instances in a co-parenting new relationship on either side situation where Mm -hmm. the other person don't matter, Mm -hmm. but there are, but it's not black and white. Mm -hmm. And there are instances where they very much matter, not because of who they are, but because their lives are impacted. Mm -hmm. And it's not mom's job to navigate that or to plan for it. Like, I'm not going to sit at home and be like, how is this woman going to feel about the decision that I make for my child? Mm-hmm. But if you're, if it's a reasonable thing to do mm-hmm. and the choice is to ignore it because who gives a fuck? Like, I could see that as like- Being a problem. Co- be, yeah. High conflict. Being, being problematic because, there, you know, from my perspective, I don't consider myself to be, to cause stepmom drama. <laughs> Even though it doesn't exist as a term, <laughs> we know that there are stepmoms who cause drama. Right. But I, you know, I happen to be like, I happen to approach uh, most situations that concern my stepdaughter with the how will it impact, how will her mom feel about it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it don't cost me nothing. Mm-mm. And I feel like if you're not in, if your goal is to establish a healthy relationship between all parties, mm-hmm. not blended, but healthy, you should want to at least minimally consider how everyone is impacted. Unless it don't matter at all. Like what school, what's the best school to put her in or, or him yeah. in or what, you know what I mean? Things, there are some obvious things where it's like, it don't matter. This is the decision I'm making. But there are some others where it does. Yeah. And I feel like... Baby mama drama, I feel like it's different things to different people. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I definitely feel like when there is an instance of drama, period, whether that's coming from the mother, the father, Mm -hmm. I feel like there is this unwillingness to communicate and or adjust communication once you've separated. 
But even more so when there is another woman in the picture. So I know a couple of instances where it's like mom and dad is no longer together. Dad is in a new relationship. Mom is in a new relationship. But when it comes to mom and dad raising the child, dad wants to consult his new relationship and not the mother. Well, let me preface my <laughs> let me preface my next statement by saying mom should always be consulted. But I do happen to think that it is a misguided opinion to hold the position. I think that it's misguided to hold the position that we made the baby. So all of the decisions for the baby will be made by us. Because I think that life is just not that black and white. And I think that there are some very clear instances where you made the baby, so you make the decisions. But, and it's difficult to say when the other person has the right or ability or whatever. It's difficult to say. Have you ever, have you ever suggested and or requested to have a sit down conversation with you yourself and your stepchild's mother? (sighs) Nah, I have not. And so that's a theme that's been happening. (laughs) And and so (laughs) for quite a few bit of people and the conversation is almost always, well, we're raising this kid together. Yes, but no. Yes, yes, but no. Right. Because so I'm not going to. Yes, I'm but not, also no. A little bit of yes, mm-hmm. but more no. OK. Because I'm when I have created for me, I communicate in very specific ways. And if there is a difference of opinion. From whoever, from anybody, mm-hmm. it's it has been it has been in the past this whole, well, we need to have this conversation. I'm having a conversation with you. I don't need to talk to anybody else. You can translate whatever this is that you would like to because there's nothing, there's nothing really to discuss. This is what we're dealing with at hand. Mm -hmm. These are the options. We choose one as the parent and then we go about our day. So, yes, right? Because I'm not telling you what to do in your house. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you how to parent, but I am, if I'm telling you that X, Y, and Z is affecting the child in this way or could potentially affect the child this way, that's the information that I have. You can choose what to do with it. Mm-hmm. But, and it's a different situation if it's just like, oh, well, it's been brought to me that your new partner is problematic from the child. Mm-hmm. That's a different situation. That's when we need to all talk. But when it comes down to just simply protocol and understanding, and if the understanding weighs heavily on the history mm-hmm. between parents and child. Mm-hmm. You're talking about scenarios in which mom, the new woman in your life cannot possibly understand. Cannot possibly understand. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you on that. But I think that there are some instances, um, and again, it varies family to family, where step-parent, well, yeah, step-parent, girlfriend is within their right to weigh in because, because, (laughs) because they are impacted by the outcome as well. And I think that in those situations where they are impacted by the outcome, they are well within their rights to have an opinion on it. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, for example, and you and I, we've talked about this for the audience sake, who's like, well, what kind of situation? As an example, you and I talked about this when my stepdaughter had COVID in her household. Yeah. And my husband and my stepdaughter's mom decided together without saying anything to me that they're going to bring the The kid to our house right and you know this is a very you know it everything went fine but this is one of those decisions where I feel like and I had to explain this to my husband you're creating this situation created an atmosphere where y'all you could have her looking at me like 
Bitch, we right. made a decision and who cares what you think? Yes. But at the end of the day, it's like, listen, this is my house. Like you're bringing this situation into my house and I, what I feel matters. Right. And what should have happened was you talk to me, not, right. not mom necessarily, but I should have been a part of this decision in some way, shape or form because I'm impacted by it. And I think when there are decisions that mom and causes dad, a shift in in this instance, a shift in the household because you have a small child in the house. This whole <sighs> Miss Corona, she just needs to go. Like, <laughs> but it's so unpredictable. You don't necessarily know. And I said, I was just like, okay. And so for me, if I, so again, not knowing the relationship mm-hmm. of mom and dad in this instance, my assumption, if I was the mother, was. He, he had this you. conversation with mm-hmm. his wife mm-hmm. and she's on board and not he came to me agreed. But I also as a mom, I probably also would have said, make sure that this is OK. Right. And some people, some women in these situations, I feel like you and I are on the on the better spectrum of all of of, of, <laughs> our, of our of our lanes, you know, on our, of our waves. But I think that and I feel like I'm one to be like, well, how does she feel? You're one to be like somewhat considerate of her feelings, even if you feel like you don't need to be because you're a decent person. But at the end of the day, like a lot of people don't do that shit. Mm -hmm. And for some, like what happens if you make arrangements to send your kid over there because you assume they agree. And now he comes back like, um, she said, nah, you know, and now it's like, it's a thing. I think that's the problem too. <laughs> you can't be like, well, she, she said, said no. That. You need to be like, well, I, I didn't have the conversation it. with her and these are some of the reservations that we're having. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's And it goes back Again, to my point, communication. communication mm-hmm. Because when there is a constant lack of communication or unwillingness to communication in a very particular way, because these are very specific ways yeah. that... We need to communicate whether dad is communicating with new wife, dad is communicating with mom, dad is communicating with child. You have to take the extra steps sometime to be able to do that. And when yeah. you don't, it creates these Absolutely. stresses and these dramas and it creates stress for mom. It creates stress for the child and it turns into this dramatic outplay mm-hmm. because if you tell me you're going to do something as the child's father and you come back and say, well, Shorty said, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I would have respected it more if you said, let me see. Let You know, this is affecting a lot of people. Let me have a conversation with her first and get back to you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes with certain people, they feel like they don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like when mom has a specific reaction, it's like, oh, well, why do you have to act like that? But I, and, and I think, yes, all valid. But I also feel like there are some moms who feel like they don't have to. This, this is not a process that they have to be involved mm-hmm. in. If I say I want this thing to happen you make it happen. And then when you're not making it happen, you're choosing child, you're choosing her over me. Like when that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. the case too, like not necessarily the case either. Like some moms feel like I said what I said and you need to make it happen. Like this needs to be how things are carried out with, with, and this is when, when I was talking about decisions made without reasonable Mm-hmm. consideration mm-hmm. for the father's feelings their or opinion or whatever their their home situation is like mm-hmm. if you're as a mom making a decision that impacts the father's house home life whatever the case may be without reasonable consideration for that those that is a decision that can lead to that a, a, a baby mama drama situation because it's like mm-hmm. you didn't even consider how this is going to impact his life because it's what you want. Yeah. I mean, and then I think that that turns into another situation where the child is then used Mm -hmm. as 
a catalyst to cause issues with the other parent Mm -hmm. or vice versa. And it becomes Mm -hmm. a whole big thing. And that's 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 something that I've never understood. Using people. yeah. Yeah. Because it's at the end of the day, if if dad or mom is using the child as a reason to cause any type of angst in the other person, Mm -hmm. stress, sadness, or whatever, that's about the other person. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the child. Yeah. So, as a Mm stepmom, what would be some things that can be done to potentially keep the perspective, because you can't, if you're not doing the drama, you can't stop it. <laughs> but what would be the best ways to keep the perception of drama at bay? I don't even know that the goal for stepmoms should be not to perceive something as dramatic as baby mama drama. Okay. But I do think that there are some things that stepmom can do to minimize and avoid what is positioned mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. drama. Okay. And one I think things. one sort of when necessary to 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 speak second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dad doesn't need you to save him. Like Right. When it's necessary for you to be involved in this situation, give him a chance. Like when you're involved, if it becomes necessary for you to he be. He don't need you to speak for him. And yeah, he doesn't need you to speak for him. When when you gotta speak, make sure it's after he's done everything he can he can do. Because ultimately he needs to be resolving whatever issues, problems, mm-hmm. you know, coming to whatever solutions. Ideally, he and his child's mother are going to be able to do that without your input. Mm-hmm. And if it becomes necessary, it should only be after they have already done what they gotta do or can't. I would suggest <laughs> I would not suggest, working. Yeah, to not, you know, engage in what you think is drama. If you think that mom is is being dramatic and she's doing things to, you know, cause problems, mm-hmm. don't engage. Like just mm-hmm. let as much as possible, don't fuel the fire. I would say try not to take things personally. Like I said earlier, you don't know that this, I mean, this has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and even if it does, you have no way to know that. Mm-hmm. So don't assume mom is mad. So she's doing this thing. Don't assume mom <laughs> is trying to piss you off. So she's doing this thing. Like don't take shit personally. A lot of times they're, again, they're coming from a potentially tumultuous relationship. Things have been hectic. Their history is Mm -hmm. kind of rocky. Like, it ain't about you. Odds are mom and dad are both working through some shit. Yeah. (laughs) And it's manifesting itself in in the rearing of this child. So don't, for the sake of not getting one up, be like, oh, hell no, this is what I'm gonna do and retaliate. Like, Mm -hmm. don't do none of that stuff. And then again, like I would say, especially, this one I think is especially important, Regardless of how you feel about mom, regardless of how dad treats mom, talks to mom, Mm -hmm. mom is not, you can't, you have to give her at least some respect. She's deserving of that. Like mom is not the everyday ex. Like she's not, (laughs) she's not the average ex. She's not somebody that you could just walk into the relationship and forget she ever existed. She don't matter in this relationship. No matter how bad you want it to be. This is the no, the the normal ex rules don't apply. Like this is this child's mother. Mm -hmm. She, you know, she deserves at least some respect. She deserves to be you know, and even if she doesn't technically deserve it, like she's a horrible person and she treats everybody like shit. At the end of the day, unfortunately, lady, that's that child's mother. Mm-hmm. And you can't treat her like a dog in the street as much as you might want to. You can't. And and knowing that and sort of sort of moving with the expectation that, like, I'm not going to just treat her how I want to treat her. I feel right. like you can position yourself to be more empath- empathetic. Mm-hmm. You can try, you know, I think though a lot of those, a lot of the time you can help, you know, see this other person as a woman, not just a baby's mom. Yeah. You know, someone with feelings, someone with, his, you know, uh, maybe a history that you need to consider, you know, just, I don't know. 
But I think I, I, I think that um some of those things will help avoid. Yeah, some I mean, I think that it's, it's definitely helpful as a mom speaking to a stepmom, uh, but as also a mom to a stepmom is like the if it were me mm-hmm. handle situations from that that point of view. But regardless of what's happening, make sure that the child is the first thought. Absolutely. Making sure, especially as children get, as children, <laughs> as children get older, they start to shape their opinions, their thoughts through what they see. And so for, as a mom, it's don't use your negative experience to speak poorly about parents, stepmom, whoever, even as it's so funny because sometimes people they'll shit talk babies like to babies mm-hmm. like daddy's being so stupid <laughs> like don't do none of that <laughs> because and I feel like that's kind of what was happening in that episode too because when, mommy's crazy or something right, like that mm-hmm. it's like you can't do that you can't use those things to fuel the fire and always kind of like try as best as you can to see what the other person is experiencing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you need to communicate in very particular ways, some people can't have verbal conversations. Mm -hmm. Send me an email, text me, whatever the case is, so you can have all the information there so that you don't get your blood pressure high (laughs) to be able to navigate the situation and, you know, do your best to communicate and want to problem solve together mm-hmm. for the child. And I feel like once that's done, we can get to a place of being able to actually blend the family. <laughs> so Very nice. with that said, don't forget to join us every other Tuesday when we launch new episodes at 8 a.m. Eastern. They will be available on all platforms where you can find podcasts and we will see you then. Thank you for listening to Mom V Mom, where the V is for validates. If you enjoyed our talk today, we invite you to subscribe for new episode alerts and write a review. If you have any questions for us, feel free to shoot us an email or drop us a message via the Anchor app. All details can be found in this episode's description.